Okay, guys, we're in the uh, we're on Kafim a bit. We're actually a bunch of lines down because yesterday we did a bunch of the Shmaminas. Um, we're up to Amra Biosi. I think it's like the eighth line. Amra Biosi bar Avin Shama Shmua Karova Begregel. This is an interesting case. If a person hears a Shmua Karova, so on the on the Chag itself, it's within 30 days. But then by the time Yantav is over, it's already past 30 days. So what happens? So it counts, meaning that the Chag counts as Shloshim, as 30 days, part of the 30 days, and therefore he only observes one day of Avelut. Tani Rabbi Adu de Ben Kisare, Kamed Rabbi Yochanan, Shama Shmuel Krova B'Shabbat, Olamotei Shabbat Naseit Rechoga, same deal just on Shabbos, Eino Noeg Elo Yomechat, okay, only one day. So now we're going to switch, not switching topics totally, we're like transitioning to the next topic. Korea or Eino Korea? So when he's doing that, does he tear Korea or does he not tear Korea? Okay, um, so Rabbi Mani Amar Eino Korea, he doesn't tear Korea at that point. Rabbi Hanina Amar Korea, he does. So Amr Rabbi Mani Rabbi Hanina, Bisham Aladidi di Amina Eno Korea works well according to me. I say he doesn't tear Korea. That explains why there's no Avelut of seven days. Meaning apparently there's a link, he thinks, between a Korea and Shiva. And if you're not going to have Shiva, you shouldn't have Korea. Elalididakta Amr Korea Korea. I'm sorry, the Amr Korea, but going to do this that he does carry Korea. Korea below Shiva Miika? Is there such a thing as Korea without Shiva? Hold on a second. Below, there isn't. Ve'atanya, now there's a longer b'rita, and the end of the b'rita is going to be key here, okay? But we learned in the b'rita, Isi avu ad rabbi zeira, ve'amrila achu ad rabbi zeira, kamei rabbi zeira. So Isi, either the father or the brother of rabbi zeira, said before rabbi zeira, Misha ain't lo chalukli kroa, somebody who doesn't have a garment to tear, ben izdamin lo betoch shiva, and he sort of gets, gets a hold of one during shiva, korea. Then he carries korea, because it's still during shiva. But la'achar shiva, ain't korea. But after shiva, he doesn't, Tear Korea. Now that sounds like the two are linked, right? They only tear Korea during Jiva. Ani Rabbi Zera Batrei, but Rabbi Zera answered him and said, "Hold on a second. Ba'medvar Mamurim. What is that saying? What are we talking about there? Bechamisha mitei mitzvah with the five relatives who aren't the parents. Avalal avival imo Korea v'holech. But for one's mother or father, you do tear Korea. So it sounds like, um, in that case." That you would have Korea even that's not connected necessarily to Shiva. So the answer is no. Kitanya yi aviv imo. But that is only taught about honoring the parents. But um, theoretically, or it seems like uh, really the fundamental, I should say, that the Korea is related to the Shiva, and that's Rabbi Mani's uh, support for his opinion. It's not conclusive one way or the other, but that's what it sounds. Okay, Tana Rabbana, new bride. Kol ha'amur b'parshat ko'anim shekohim mitami lahen, avil mitabel alehem. So this is a nice way of saying it. That whatever is talked about in the parsha of the Kohanim, which explains which people they're allowed to become tamei to, which relatives, the avil also, in parallel, um, it has availed for them. The Elohim, here they are. So this is the seven relatives, which we mentioned before, but now we see the Gemara says explicitly. Ishto, aviv, v'imo, achiv, achoto, bano, obito. Okay, so the seven relatives, the wife sort of stands aside, right? That's like the, the one that's single. Then you have mother, father, brother, sister, son, daughter. Hosifu alayim, they added on them, achiv, v'achoto, habtula, mi'imo, v'achoto, nesua, be'imi, aviv, be'imo. They added upon them uh, the brother and a sister who is um, a betula, from his mother's side, meaning only from the mother's side, and also his married sister, whether she's from the mother's side or the father's side. And just as he has available for those people, so too he is on the second degree relatives. What does that mean? So 
uh, secondary relatives, Rashi says as follows. One second. A couple things of Rashi just to point out here. Okay. First one, Achiv Mi'imo, which is a little further up the page. Achiv Mi'imo, where it's added in, it says, Shalom Aviv. It's only like it's a half brother, from only from the mother, not the father. Dekra Mashma Me'aviv Shalom Mi'imo. It sounds like in the Pasuk that says that it's his brother from the father, not from the mother. So they're adding in the, the brother from the mother as well. Same thing with Achoto Nesua Be Me'avad Be Mi'imo. The puzzle only talks about mar- about becoming tummy to your uh, unmarried sister. So they added in also married sister. Um, now Rabbi Kiva says you're also in available for Ashnim Shalahem. It's still in Rashi. Avi Aviv, the father of your father. Val Ben Beno, the son of your son. Val Ben Bito, the son of your daughter. Val Ben Achoto, the son of your sister. Meaning any person that your seven relatives also would sit Shiva for, basically, then you also sit Shiva for them. Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar Omer, back to the bar. Sorry, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar Omer, Eino mitabel el al ben benov el avi aviv. He says no. The, the extension only works for direct lineage. Okay, um, your grandfather and your uh, grandson. I think Tosus points out here. It's lav davka ben beno. It could be ben bito also. It could be your grandson from your daughter as well, and same with your grandparent. But that's the point. Vachachamim omrim. Chachamim say no. Kosh mitabel alav mitabel imo. So whoever you have uh, Avelut to, meaning if they would die, you'd be an Avel, so you also sit Avelut with them. So Gemara says, wait a second, Chachamim Hanitanakama. The Chachamim sound like the first Tana, because they're sounding like also Shneim, right? They're basically saying anybody that you sit Shiva with, uh, for, excuse me, you also join them in their Shiva, which is exactly what I think the Rabbi Kiva was saying. So Gemara says, no, Ikebenahu Imo Babayit. The difference between the two opinions is Imo Babayit, that according to the Chachamim, that you only would, uh, one second, yeah. According to the Chachamim, you would only sit shiva for these extra people if you live with that person. That's how you live with your parents. And Rahman al the person's grand, your grandfather dies, so then you sit shiva along with your father, according to the Chachamim here, because you're, you're in the same house. But if you weren't in the same house, you wouldn't do that. Whereas according to Rabbi Kiva, it sounds like fundamental, even if you're at home, you would sit shiva for your own grandfather. We don't pass in that way, but that's, uh, uh, well, there, there's halach that's related to that, but we don't really do it. You see that the in Mishra near Mitzvah is, a, is actually on, on the Chachamim's opinion here, but in terms of practice, like in a practical purpose, we don't really do it. But. Okay. Now the Gemara says, Kihad to Amrli Rav Lechia Brave. It's like the following case. Uh, Rav said to Chia his son, Vechin Amrli Ravuna Le Rabba Brave. Ravuna said a similar thing to Rabba his son. Be'apa Nahug Aviluta. In front of me, you should uh, practice avilut below apa loting aviluta. But not if you're not in front of them, then you don't practice avilut. Rashi is a be'apa. It's actually feminine. To itatach your wife, he says. Shehi avela when she's an avela, so you also do the same thing. But if you're not around her, you're going to do it. Okay, so we have this little story now. Marukva shachivle bar chamua. Marukva's the son of his father-in-law passed away, which is a fancy way of saying his brother-in-law. He thought he should sit Shiva and Shloshim. Rafuna came up to be with him. He's found him, I guess, like sitting at Baelus. Uh, one second. Rashi says, You have to eat uh, the fancy meal, like this meal of... Uh, of uh, not the, I don't know, not the fancy meal, the meal of the avil, like the special meal they would serve to the avil. Lo amru el lo amru lekavod ishto el vechamoto. He said they only said that the idea that you have to eat the meal of the avil for kavod ishto for the honor of your wife for your father-in-law and your mother-in-law alone, but not for your brother-in-law. 
Titania, the Baraita says, Misha Chamiv Ochamoto, somebody whose father-in-law or mother-in-law dies, Eino Rashai Lakofa Dishtoliot Kochela he cannot force his wife to put on different types of makeup, Kochela is like a blue eyeshadow, Pekes is like a face makeup, Ella Kofemi Tatovi no Hegi rather he turns over his bed and practices Avelot with her. Vechen he, Shemit Chamia Ochamota, same thing with her, if her father-in-law or mother-in-law dies, Eino Rashai she can't put on her makeup like usual. She also turns over the bed and observes a velut. Okay, but that's again. But the point is that that sounds like it's only the parents, not the other relatives. There's another bride which says, even though he is not allowed to force his wife to put on these different makeups, right, to look nice for him. Nonetheless, um, he still can kind of, I guess, force his wife to do the other things that she normally does to serve her husband. Pour him a cup, pour him drinks, set, uh, make his bed, and wash his face and feet and hands. Okay, so Gemara says, Kashina Hadadi. This seems to be contradictory. Rashi says, One, one bride is saying that she sets it and she makes his bed, and the other bride is saying that he has to participate in the Avelut and turn over his bed. So that can't be the same thing. It must, the difference must be one bride is talking about his father-in-law and mother-in-law, so then he does observe a Velo with his wife. The other one, when he says he can sort of force his wife to do normal things, that's where it's other relatives, and that solves the problem. Okay, similar They only said that the, uh, the observance of a Velo to honor your wife is only for the father-in-law and the mother-in-law. Okay, now the Gemara tells a quick story. Amemar Shachiv le Bar Bereis. Amemar had this sad story where his grandson died. Kara Ilave, so he tore Kriya on his, for his grandson. Atabre, his son came along, Kara Be'ape, and he tore Kriya in front of the son, meaning the father of the deceased boy. Idkar to Miyushav Kara. Then he remembered that he had made the torn Kriya sitting down. So Kam Kara Muma. So he got up and he tore Kriya standing. Rashi says, Kam Kara, the last Rashi in the page, Pam Shlishit. He did three, it three times. He tore Kriya when he heard about it. He tore Kriya when he saw his son. And then he realized it was he was sitting down. So he stood up and tore Kriya again. Tozos disagrees with this. Tozos on the bottom of uh, uh, bottom of the Amun, he says there's a different uh, different way of understanding this story. Is that he tore Kriya the first time. When the son came in, this, he didn't tear Kriya when he saw his son. The son tore Kriya in front of the father to sort of indicate to the father that, oh, when you tore Kriya, you were sitting down. And the father remembered, and he said, oh, okay, I remembered. So he stood up and, and tore Kriya. So now the Gemara switches gears a little bit here and says, hold on a second. Amrle, uh, Rabbi Ashi, le Amemar, Rabbi Ashi said to Amemar, well, guess, we'll stop here soon. He says, Kriya de Ma'umad Minalan. From where do we know that you have to tear Kriya standing up? Like, that's also another thing. So we're seeing a lot about the Kriya here, but how many have to do is standing up. It says, Vayakom Iov, Vayikra at Mi'ilo. That Iov got up and he tore his cloak. Okay, so the Gemara will get into Kashas and Dav Kavalev, but for now, that's the idea. They have to tear Kriya standing up. Shkoch. Stop here.